2: All righty then, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN, and we are with you all the way up until six o'clock this evening. Josh Schmidt is at Master Control. So, this is a very exciting time for many of you because the Buffalo Auto Show is on. And (laughs) unfortunately, the weather for the Buffalo Auto Show may not exactly be the best as far as tomorrow is concerned. Hope to get Andy Parker on a little bit later on to talk in greater detail about what we can expect. But uh, I I have some questions for you revolving around cars. I won't give you all the particulars because they're not really germane to the subject, but I had a conversation With an EV lover today. A lover of electric vehicles today. I informed the lover of electric vehicles that I ferociously oppose them. Like, it's not lukewarm. It is an aggressive resistance to electric vehicles. That is what I have. I don't want to have to install a new outlet in my home, I don't want to be stranded with no charger anywhere, I don't want to have my battery wear down in record time and weather like we're going to have tomorrow, I will tell you that I hate electric vehicles. I hate the concept of electric vehicles. I'm all about fossil fuels. Filled up my gas tank yesterday, maybe it was the day before, it didn't re- no, it had to be the day before, uh, but... Uh, I stood out there, and four minutes, car was filled up from pretty much empty, which I don't usually let happen in the wintertime, but uh, the forecast had called for relatively mild temperatures, so I wasn't that concerned. <clears throat> now, if you have a uh, half-full tank today, by all means, top it off, fill it up, because tomorrow tomorrow might be a real dizzy. So, uh, got into a discussion about electric vehicles, and I, I want to hear... Uh, what your thoughts are on the push for electric vehicles. Are they going to work for you? Is an electric car in your future? Maybe an electric car is in your present. You might have an EV. I do not have an EV. I don't think I've driven an EV. I have no desire to drive an EV. I don't care that the Porsche Taycan goes incredibly fast. It's a very impractical way to do anything like long-distance driving, my personal opinion. Now, you might have an EV, and you might wish to tout its advantages. I must ask you how your electric vehicle did in the winter during the blizzard of 22 I need, I need to ask you that. Would like to find out what kind of EV you have, how long it takes you to charge, how easy it is to find charging stations when you're on the road, because that, to me, is a nightmare scenario, okay? Driving to Hammondsport. Maybe it's a day like tomorrow, and I think I can make Hammondsport, New York, not Pennsylvania. And there I am in the middle of the state thruway, and the battery takes a well, a nosedive, and there I am, stuck in the thruway with no power. And at just that moment, the cell phone would also be at about 1% of electricity. But I'd have no way to charge it because the car would be out of power. And there I would be, freezing to death in my car, which is not the way I really would like to check out. I would like to go the way most of my family members have departed this earth at a time so appointed by the warden of the correctional institution at which I am housed. Um, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Kind of a simple question. Can you see yourself in an electric car? And that is what the world is coming to. And you've listened to Lauren Fix, Enough uh, with David Bellavia, ...to have some opinions about electric cars, Lauren knows more about cars than anybody that I've ever heard. She is not a fan of electric vehicles. She just isn't. Um, I'm not either. The, 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 The whole concept of electric vehicles, I absolutely hate... And I regard it as an attempt to impede the free movement of the American people, to basically limit you to a radius where you are able to drive uh, without having to stop for a period of time to recharge uh, your vehicle. And all due respect to Kevin Bacon, I'm sorry, it just doesn't do it for me. I just, I'm sorry. So you might have an EV. You might, I mean, I just want to know. Where you stand on electric vehicles, because they're going to have, what, a whole room of them. They've got a whole room of them, don't they, at the auto show this year? A whole room of electric vehicles. Well, you might be ahead of the curve. You might have an electric vehicle. And I want to know if you really, really like it. I want to know what problems you've had with it. I want to know if you'd prefer, when you are done with your EV, Are you going to buy a fossil fuel-consuming automobile again? Is that where you're going to be on this? Because I, I, again, having heard Lauren Fix and David Bellavia many a time discussing this, to me, an electric vehicle is kind of like hell on earth, especially in a climate in which we live. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but you can do a little experiment tomorrow when the temperature dips way, way down. You know, fully charge your cell phone and then uh, carry it with you outside, walk around the block, maybe walk around the block a couple of times, see how quickly that power bar drains on your cell phone battery. The cold sucks the energy and the life right out of my cell phone. I'm presuming it does the same for your cell phone as well. So are you all about electric vehicles or are you all about I mean what are what are you driving? I mean that that's a simple way to put it. Are you driving an EV? Are you driving uh, a gas guzzling automobile where you can fill it up pretty much at every corner of any major street in western New York? Just saying, I can think of five gas stations within practically walking distance of where I live. Yeah, some of them might be long walks, but I could probably use the exercise. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. And 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930. Star 930. one 616 wben Can I interest you in an electric vehicle? Or are you all about gasoline-powered cars? Because a whole room at the Buffalo Auto Show, and I haven't had a chance to get there, uh, but I understand is devoted to EVs, which uh, sounds a little bit too close to ED for me. Erectile dysfunction brings back some bad memories. Um, 803-0930, star 930 1-800-616-WBEN, where are you on EVs? Now, the only place I can see for an EV is if I wanted to have two vehicles, and the EV was only to do the things around town, drive to mom's house and back, okay, drive to the grocery store, okay, drive to my favorite watering holes, okay, but the idea of having an EV as my only form of transportation scares the living Sh- uh, Sherlock Holmes out of me. 803 0930 star 930 1 800 616 WBEN. And if you have an EV, are you having buyer's remorse? Uh, let's go to, or, or is, it, is it awesome for you? Uh, let's go to John on a cell phone. John, you're on WBEN. Hello.
3: Hey, Tom. Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking about this subject just the other day. I lived down in Ellicottville, and I'm amazed at how many EVs I see there with out-of-state plates all the time. Mostly Teslas, mostly Ontario, some Ohio's, but just an enormous amount. And they're coming from quite a distance to get there. So, I, you know, I think that's got some – I'd like to know more about how those people are doing that. I've got a friend in East Aurora who drives the UV every day. Um, no problems with EV, full, full EV, uh, no issues in the weather or anything like that. So, no, I, I just think it's interesting.
2: Well, we're, well, I do, too. That's why I wanted to do this as, uh, as a topic. And I do invite uh, EV owners to call in um, because, unfortunately, I get the feeling these things are going to be jammed down our throat and we won't have any options in the future. Um, even though I would like options in the future. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a fair question. How are the people coming from Ontario, driving all the way down to Ellicottville? I think I saw some charging stations in Ellicottville during Fall Fest. There's, there, there definitely is a charging station for Tesla
3: at the Casino. In Salamanca and I know those get used well, you know, quite a bit. Yeah, that's a hell of a drive from
2: Ellicottville if you're low on if you're low on if you're low on voltage or whatever you call it, if you're if yeah. you're low on if you're low on electricity, that's that's quite a drive.
3: Yeah, these guys I talk to though say they've had absolutely no issues whatsoever. They they are able to get three hundred miles out of them, and you know, they can do what they need to do.
2: Well, um anyway, that- well, you know, here's here's another question, though. Okay, you drive from Ontario to Ellicottville. That's under 100 miles. But if you're driving from Buffalo to Cape Cod, you're going to get 300 miles. Then you're going to have to stop, recharge, and God knows how long that's going to take you. Then you're going to have to stop again and recharge. It sounds to me, frankly, like a colossal pain in the ass. 30,
3: 30 minutes to recharge, so... You know, is it your lunchtime recharge? Perhaps I don't know. Yeah, it does sound like a pain, though. Well, yeah, uh, four four
2: minutes, recharge. four minutes to fill my car the other night. Four minutes to yeah. fill the car. Yeah. All right, love. Well,
3: that'll change with technology, but.
2: Well, John, thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate it. Uh Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I wonder too, with the EVs, the older they get, do you have to charge them more because If you have a cell phone, well, I'm sure you've got a cell phone, but one of the ways you know that your cell phone has to be replaced is you charge it on full, it's 100%, but it drains and drains faster and faster by the day until you finally realize, i got to get more than 20 minutes out of my cell phone. And you go and you buy a new one, and the new battery holds a charge a lot better. Don't know if that's an issue with EVs, don't have a clue. Eight zero three oh nine thirty star 930 one 800 wben I say give me gas or give me death, um, which actually doesn't sound quite like I want it to. Hybrids, I can see a reason for hybrids. Hybrids deserve a life, yes, because it's it's hybrid, and you can choose. You know, if you need to, you can fill up with gasoline. Uh, let's go to Tina on a cell phone. You are on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom.
4: Um... You know, I hate electric vehicles, and it's interesting because my son-in-law drives one, and my uh, daughter and uh, granddaughter get carsick. Uh,
2: In the electric vehicle, but not in another vehicle?
4: No, not in any other vehicle, but they say because it floats.
2: It it's floats. That's
4: very odd. This, this levitation odd. Uh,
2: option is something of which I've not heard. Um,
4: well, that's what they say. I don't know anything about it. It's a, it
2: feels like I'm they're saying. floating. Is that what you're trying to say? It feels like they're floating?
4: Yes, yes. Now, I've been looking for a new vehicle for a while, and all the ones that are so cool-looking are electric and i want no part of it because it's not i don't want it so i'm just going to stick with my bmw um my x5 which i love and i've been driving for 15 years
2: Yeah, fine, fine automobile. Those Bavarians make one hell of a car. Not gonna lie. Don't
4: they though? Yes, they do.
2: The uh, windshield in the uh, 1985 325e's gave the best windshield view of any car I ever drove. Yes, I was in my early twenties, and yes, I did buy a BMW because I wanted to get chicks. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much.
5: Okay, all right. Bye. Which,
2: by the way, is really stupid. If you buy a nice car to attract women, you walk into a bar, they have no idea what you're driving. You're better off putting the money into clothes and a personal trainer, okay? Not a car. Buy a car that you like to drive. Maybe it's an electric vehicle. I'm trying to get the idea from you guys today. Uh, I think this. I think this topic rocks. To be very honest with you, and I'll be disappointed if I don't have full phone lines in a few moments. Here is uh, Brian, and that's going to be on you, not on me, because I'm doing a great job. Uh, Brian and Grimsby, here on WBen. Hello.
6: Hey, we love your show so much. We call from another country.
2: Isn't that that's awesome?
6: So uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, my lifestyle doesn't fit. I, I know they make. I, I I have ATVs. I have I hunt. I fish. I I haul an RV. I, I know the the Ford F one fifty is brought out an electrical model. I I just don't see it for my trailer. That's that's our vacation every every month every year in the summer and fall. Um, I I don't I I think it's the best if you have no life, no kids, and you live in a downtown core and you don't drive more than 10, 20 kilometers. You're right about the the weather. Take your cell phone out. Mine does. I I work in my truck for a living. In the winter, my cell phone, which is almost new, dies. Batteries die in cold weather. We live in a place where it's cold weather.
2: Especially tomorrow. Uh, I
6: think they have their little place. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's going to be insane. Even here, we're going to share the same weather. We're, well, Celsius, but we're going to be like minus 20. But I I'm, I agree, it's going to have its place, but it, most people I know who have them are just double income, no kids who live in a city core. They don't pull a trailer, they don't pull an ATV, a motorcycle, uh, they, they don't go 15 hours up north to hunt moose like we do. It doesn't fit our lives. I need an internal combustion engine, and I always will. If I retire... And I'm not doing all that stuff anymore. I might buy a little Tesla S and bang around my little village and it'd be fine. But
2: it's a lot of money to spend to bang around your village.
6: I know, I know, it's true. I just you know what I find weird too, and I I know your producer was harsh to me on this, but I know you had talked about it already, but isn't our power grid busted already in Canada and especially the States? Yes. Didn't you lose thirty seven people? because their electric heat went out and they didn't have backup. Uh,
2: Yes, we lost a lot of people in the blizzard of 22, more than we did in the blizzard of 77. Uh, But I I would love to hear from people about how their electric vehicles did in the blizzard, and I don't mean traction-wise, I mean power-wise. Because somebody put a picture up of a couple of Teslas in Amherst or Williamsville that had been stranded by the side of the road, and it was unclear as to whether they just couldn't get traction, which nobody could, not even the state plows, or if their batteries wore out. But I'll tell you, if I, if you're trapped in one of those Ontario snowstorms, uh, I'd rather have a full tank of good old Canadian gasoline than a full charge and a
6: battery. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I, that's how I power my lawnmower, my weed trimmer. Uh, I, I just there's there's something wrong when our grid is busted and broken, and we're advocating for getting rid of natural gas. How many people could have been saved if they at least even turned on their gas stove? Let's say they had electric heat.
2: Oh, we've we've I been over this. Heat. We have been over I this know. and over this and over I this. Know. And unfortunately, we live in New York State, and no matter what we say, it doesn't mean. Anything because this state is run for the comfort and convenience of New York City. That's where the votes are, and that's just the way it is. And you know, if you want if you want out, you got to move out of the state because it's not going to change. I thank you, Brian. I know that you're living in the People's Republic of Ontario, so you probably can relate to some of that. But uh, thank you kindly. I appreciate the call very much, uh, Brian in Grimsby. By the way, Josh uh, Schmidt is never harsh with anybody. Maybe one person. And that person is somebody who really creeped him out, and he said, "Don't even call anymore," because he, he was, It was more like a creepy, freaky thing than anything else. Just saying. Uh, it is uh, two twenty-seven at News Radio Nine. It has stalker vibe to it. It was just kind of rotten. Anyway, uh, two twenty-seven at News Radio Nine Thirty WBen. It is Bowerly. Is an electric car in your future? Because I will tell you that if I have any choice in the matter, an electric car is not going to be in my future. I don't need two cars. I- I've been there and I've done that. One car is fine by me. So I got rid of the 911. It sat in the driveway this time of the year. didn't go anywhere. And uh, I wish you would have held on to it, but... You know, live and learn on News Radio, 930 WBEN.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. uh, good to have you with us. The uh, Buffalo Auto Show is underway and uh, was told that they've got a whole room devoted to EVs or electric vehicles. And uh, can I interest you in an EV? Have you heard Lauren Fix on with David Bellavia? Um, the idea of an EV being the only vehicle that I own is so preposterous, it does not fit in at all with my lifestyle um, any more than it did uh, the guy from Grimsby, Ontario. It just it does not work. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Maybe you have an EV and you want to rave about it because, you know, had a discussion with an EV lover this morning, and I told him I will never, ever, ever, Ever go the route of EV as long as I can avoid it. Uh, this is Ron in Williamsville. Ron, you're on W B E N. Hello. Hey
7: Tom. Yeah. Um, so I was at a seminar in Niagara Falls in the in the fall last year, and a friend of mine, pretty um, educated woman, rented a vehicle coming from the Finger Lakes, and she had about 300 and something miles left. Uh, thought everything was fine and all of a sudden she only had about 70 miles left so she had to find a place to stop uh, closer to Buffalo Williamsville for a short-term charge and then when she got to the seminar she was going to stay overnight she had to find a long-term charging area because it was going to take several hours to charge her vehicle so that's first thing I want to put across to people is we don't know all the answers I hear people say oh it's only an hour to charge I don't think so and I think there's a lot of factors involved in that also people think Electricity is just clean and free, and the battery thing, we have to do more research on how they make these batteries. They're rare earth minerals all over the world being excavated, ruining our environment. You can't recycle them. Um, And electricity, you know, right now, we have the infrastructure for gas stations in place, but we don't have the charging stations. So it's really like an environmental push, and yet I think it's probably worse for the environment between the battery thing and the charging thing and I think we need choices and options and what if the grid goes down and how are you gonna charge your vehicle in the garage at your house or at your charging station
2: right well you're, you're oh. not going to and especially oh you could always get a natural gas generator oh I'm sorry New York State won't let you have one after 2030 not install a new one after 2030. Uh, maybe you can keep the one you've got, but forget about putting in a new one. You'll have battery-powered generators, and each battery costs, what, 2500 bucks. Gives you about an hour's worth of power for a home? That's not my cup of tea, baby. And this stuff is being jammed down our throats every single day.
7: Well, that's what I don't like about it. So so our state, you're not going to have a choice. You're not going to be able to buy a gas vehicle, and then more and more states are going to do the same thing. And Why? supposedly because of the environment. where Where's the study? Where, where's the study that it's better? I, I really don't. And, you know, remember in the 70s and in the late 60s, the, the tailpipe, it was kind of that uh, yellowy, blue, and you would choke on it because it was leaded. I, I swear, you can't even smell the emissions. They're so clean burning now. No one ever talks about that, all the progress we've made. Well, I thought that's why we have catalytic
2: converters for people to steal. There you go. I mean, I thought I thought anyway, that's why we have catalytic converters to to reduce those emissions and stuff. But you see, you raise a great point. And just to kind of marry a couple of things together here, we are told that we should recycle. And why we why should we recycle? Because it preserves the environment and it cuts down on our need for landfill. Well, guess what? Where in the hell are these used? Are these are these used batteries for electric vehicles going to end up? They're going to end up where in a landfill? That's right. And and who knows That's what right. is going to leach into the soil from them? Have we learned nothing? To, do you remember Love Canal, Ron?
3: Oh, yes, I do.
2: I mean, do are we setting ourselves up? This is a question. Are we setting ourselves up for another love canal where 30 years after a after a a car battery landfill is opened, uh, people around the site start developing 18 hands?
7: Yeah. I would bet Tom, I would bet that 70, 80, 90% of people that think electric cars and electric houses are great have no clue how the electricity was made, that most of it is is not just, you know, know, by snapping your finger, and uh, especially the the children. I bet you anybody in school, high school, even college, they have no clue how electricity is made. So before we go even any further with this, you know, people need to be re-educated and people need to bring up this kind of – I bring it up with everybody. Why why should we hold back now? Bring it up with everybody, your kids, people you work with, when you walk into a building, a restaurant – I haven't had one. I'm a real, I do a lot of real estate, a lot of different buildings. I have not had one owner or manager or someone involved in real estate um, in any way or transportation to think it's a good idea or it'd be less costly or it'd be safer.
2: Uh, yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. And uh, I, you know, I'm focusing today on the uh, on the cars because you know the auto show is uh, is going on, and I want to get people's take on cars. We've we've spent a lot of time talking about the whole natural gas issue, and the only reason I would even bring it up today is because, as you said, what if the power grid goes out? How are you going to charge your car if the whole grid is down? Oh, well, you're going to charge it with a Gas, a natural gas generator, which you won't be able to buy and install after 2030. This, right. we are, we have ventured into the land of the insane. Stupidity. You know what? It, go, it goes beyond stupidity. I literally believe that this gets to serious mental illness, because these people are in some kind of a horrible denial over the fact that uh, a most of our electricity, 65 percent, I believe, in this country, is generated by burning coal, Correct. and people who He's live dead. off the. Too. And people who live off the gas mains, they have to heat their homes with propane, which is also a fossil fuel. So what are you going to do with those people? Freeze them to death?
7: Good
2: point. I don't. See
7: you soon. Take care. All right, well,
2: thank you. I I appreciate it. Um, I want your thoughts on EVs, not on ED. We could do a show on ED. That might be fun. But for today, it's uh, electric vehicles. Do you own an electric vehicle? There's got to be somebody in the audience with an electric vehicle. And I don't judge you based on what you buy that is right for you. I have a very dear friend who has an electric vehicle. However, he also has a gasoline-powered vehicle for different trips. The EV is his kick-around-town vehicle, and the other car is for the we're driving to Florida situation. So I just, I cannot imagine, especially in our climate, having an EV as your only vehicle. I mean, how many of you were some of these people who were out of power for four or five days after the blizzard of 22? I mean, not only did you have to wait for the power to come back on, but you had to wait for your, char- your car to charge back up. I, I, I can think of a million things I'd rather be doing than that. Do you have time for this? Because I don't have time for this. I want bing, bang, boom. Four minutes, empty to full, done. Bye. Adios. 803-0930, star 930, one Here is uh, Bill in Elma. Bill, hello.
8: Hey, I just uh, a quick observation. I remember a few years back, uh, there was a big push to convert garbage trucks, recycle trucks, cars all the natural gas what's going to happen with that now
2: i don't have a clue i don't have a clue it's
8: just it fleets of waste management vehicles all converted to natural gas well
2: that's, look at all have you been behind an nfta metro bus with the sign this vehicle is powered by clean burning natural gas
8: well, it can't be clean burning, or they wouldn't be banning it.
2: Well, it has nothing to do, see, it has nothing to do with logic. That's why I believe it is insane. It's a mental illness thing. It's not a logic thing.
8: It's, it's totally insane. I mean, nobody has thought, even started to think this thing through.
2: Well, again, all you have to do is go back to December 23rd through the 25th, of 2022, We're not that far removed from it. And go back and listen to the shows. We were on the air 24-7 during the entire blizzard of 22. And the number of people calling, expressing concern about their electric being out or the electric being out at a parent's house was staggering. That was people's, um, one of people's biggest concerns. The other was obviously people who were stranded in cars um uh, but
8: uh, go ahead the only the only thing i can think of with this big electric push is all the politicians must think all they got to do is get a bigger extension cord i, I there's, there's no explanation for it
2: a bigger extension cord <laughs> like a several mile long extension cord
8: You know, you laugh, but I bet you there's some of them that believe
2: it. I'm starting to wonder. But the thing is, these politicians, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, like Governor Hochul, I mean, she's got a fleet of -of state-of-the-art aircraft she can use to traverse the state. Are they electric-powered? No. They use fossil fuels. The choppers, the plane, they use fossil fuels. State police helicopters, they use fossil fuels. It's nuts. Rules for thee
8: but not for me. That's all it is.
2: Well, all right. I, I I can't disagree with you. Thank you very much for the call. And look, I'm all about saving the environment. If I thought that uh, we could save the environment by doing this, I'd be all behind it. But I don't believe it is a practical solution. As one of our callers earlier said, our electric grid is already taxed to the max. And if you doubt me, Uh, this probably is a bad time to say it in February, but wait until July when we have the spokesman for National Grid on saying, we're asking you to please cut down on the use of your air conditioning during peak demand hours so we can avoid blackouts. Does that sound to you like an electrical system that's ready to handle a huge new load? I think not. That's rational, linear thinking. I don't think the people in Albany believe in rational, linear thinking. Eight zero three zero nine thirty star 930 1800 616 wben Electric vehicles, are they for you? And if you drive one, you can call in. I have no reason to beat up on you. I have some questions about your EV. I'm not going to question your choice. What you drive is your business. But what I don't like is the fact that I may not have a choice after 2030, and I hate electric vehicles. For me, I don't want one. I never want one. Uh, let's go to, uh, Joe in Amherst. Joe, you are on WBEN. Hello.
9: Afternoon, Tom. Hope you're staying warm. Uh, of course. All right. My, my comment is simple. It's, uh, not a fan of them. Never really have been. Um, you mentioned earlier, a previous caller, it said our infrastructure is not ready for any type of load that's coming up to charge these things. Um, I've kind of just said, let's everybody take a step back, and the majority of manufacturers are putting lithium ion batteries in your electric vehicle. How do you refine and mine that from Mother Earth? The the average battery in an electric vehicle has 10 pounds of lithium in it, where your AA battery has two or three grams of it. And are you going to have electric vehicles pulling it out and refining it and uh, manufacturing these batteries?
2: Well, that's, that's a really great point. Maybe, maybe they're lithium, so if you get really super depressed over your purchase, you can break a little off and ingest it.
9: You know what? That might, might, uh, might be a good idea. That was just my comment. That's what I've been standing on um, really ever since these things started to take off.
2: Well, but it's, you know, it's not just taking off, it's they're going to jam them down our throats. Agreed. And that is what I really object to. We need to have choice in what we drive. I don't want to be controlled or limited to a 300-mile radius from Buffalo before I've got to stop for a half hour or whatever the hell it is to recharge my car and then look forward to the same thing a few hundred miles down the road. What kind of life is that?
9: You're going to kill the good old American road trip.
2: Oh, uh, maybe that's what they want, though. See, Maybe they want us to not be able to get around. I do believe that part of it is a a, a direct attempt to limit the mobility of the American uh, people. And the automobile, you know what, I, I forget where I saw this, uh, but uh, it, it might have been a movie, I, I don't recall. But everybody thinks Henry Ford invented the automobile. No, Henry Ford invented the freedom of mobility, and that's being taken from us. Yep. Uh, Thank you very much.
3: My my, my two cents. Thank you.
2: All right, man. I I appreciate it. Um, I don't know what movie it was. Was that in uh, Harvey Keitel's Lansky? I don't recall offhand. But, yeah, Ford, you know, back in the 1900s, moving forward into the early part of the last century, Ford didn't sell cars. They sold freedom. The car represents the freedom of mobility that we in America like to have. Think about that. That's pretty. That's a pretty big statement. It, it's bold and it's true. Back to the calls. Here's Eve in Buffalo on WBEN. Eve, welcome to the show. It is your turn. Go right ahead.
4: Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Yes, ma'am. Um, I just wanted to make a quick little comment and then I'll leave it at that. As a renter and a person that does not have a driveway, I can see that it's ridiculous to have an extension cord running across my sidewalk to charge my car. And then if I have to put my electric car on the other side of the street, so now I got to run my extension cord oh, across the street. What a, what a <laughs> great point.
2: Wait, well, and then somebody's going to trip and fall on your extension cord. And of course, you would have yeah. full liability for the slip and fall injury.
4: Yes. So I just wanted to make that comment. See, you know what,
2: Eve, it's a great point. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank
4: you so much. Have a great day.
2: You too. I know. Look, she speaks for a lot of people. We've got a lot of smaller side streets uh, in in Buffalo, New York. Alternate parking. What if you don't have a driveway? My ex-wife had a house on Clay Street back in the day. She didn't have a driveway when she moved in. Built one. Here is uh, Mary in Akron on WBEN. Mary, hello.
5: Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, i was just wondering if people have thought about all the buses that we have to run in this cold weather school buses or even our NFT buses. They have to be plugged in at night or in the cold weather all the time. Otherwise, the batteries are going to freeze and not work. And where are we going to get a power for, like, 50-some buses or more For depending on how many schools, you know, how many – school buses
2: that each school has. Well, I'm not sure what the life cycle is of a typical school bus in the United States. I mean, I'd imagine it's 10, 20 years, something like that. But you know what? You're right. You're talking about a major um, investment that's going to have to be made by school districts, translate that to taxpayers, to uh, upgrade the propulsion system of their school buses. What a great point.
5: Well, I'm not even not even talking about the cost of transferring to, to electric buses I'm talking about getting the power to charge those buses daily especially in the wintertime when they can't freeze those batteries
2: no and look that that and, I, I understand what you were saying that's also that's also a big issue because it gets back to yeah. the infrastructure not being able to handle it
5: exactly exactly I think they need to think about that and think things through before they do things and 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 uh, cold weather like this what happens if a uh, uh, there's an accident or something like that, and the bus can't keep going, and there, you know, or in the weather with the snow, how do you? You can bring gas to somebody, you can't bring electric to somebody. So, yeah.
2: you know, there's something else too that uh, when you have a pacemaker or an internal cardiac defibrillator put in, you're not supposed to have your cell phone um, anywhere near that device because it can cause interference with the device. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wonder. If, uh, and, and that's when it's not even transmitting, where right? it's just on. I, I wonder if these batteries are going to have a bad effect on people with built-in devices for their cardiac issues. Well,
5: it could. I'm not sure about that. but
2: yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that. I put that out there as a question. Um, I thank you very much, Mary. I appreciate your call. All right. Uh, let's get back to the calls. I'm going to continue this into the next hour, by the way. So uh, if you want to hold on, that would be awesome. Let's go to Brian, because then you, the more of you, the less you have to listen to of me. And how is that a losing proposition? Here's Brian in Amherst. Brian, you're on WBEN.
10: Hi, Tom. Hey, you know, they closed down the Huntley plant. They closed down the Dunkirk plant. I believe they closed down the Somerset Somerset plant. They're all coal-generating plants, and they're big power plants. They never expanded the Niagara Power Project that I'm aware of. Why the heck aren't they You know, taking the water from Niagara Falls and making more electricity with that. I mean, all the power that we make here in Western New York, and not all of it, but most of it, 90% of it goes downstate to New York City. Of course, they're pushing for, for all these electric cars because they have unlimited power supply, you know, and it's cheap power.
2: Well, yeah, those those coal those coal plants have been shut down. I'm I'm old enough to remember when they were building the Somerset plant, and it was actually built as an environmentally friendly plant.
10: Exactly, I believe it's closed down now. I don't think. I think any you're. Coal. I think you're right. Yeah, and they never expanded the Niagara Power Project. I mean, we're never going to run out of water here. They could put turbines on the. Uh on the Peace Bridge abutments, they could put them on the Train Bridge abutments. I don't understand why they're not utilizing the Niagara River and making a lot of power with that.
2: You know, it's uh, hy- hydro power as opposed hydro- to wind power.
10: Instead of wind power, I mean it's it's crazy. I mean we got we're never going to run out of water. You know, you got to buy these toilets that you know that that flush like. Uh, you know, a pint of water down them, you know, who, who cares how much water we use? We're never going to run out of water here.
3: <laughs> you know? Well, you
2: know what, that's that's very interesting. Uh, we have to be very vigilant that we don't run out of water here because it is our single greatest resource in the entire Northeast, our Great Lakes. They must be protected at all costs. And anytime parched states like California want our water, um, they need to pound water.
1: salt.
10: Oh no, they don't get the water. They, they want to, if the only way we'll run out of water is if they dig a canal from the Great Lakes off to the west. Now, all the water we use, if we don't use it, it goes down over the falls, out to the St. Lawrence, and out to the ocean. So we I might as well use it. feel like
2: help. I'm listening to a Gordon Lightfoot song here. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the call. Um, right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the power project, yeah, the Niagara Power Project. Uh, good point. Good point. And I honestly, you know, I just had this horrible feeling like the people that are in charge everywhere are just delusional and and they don't think about stuff. Do they think about any of the things that you guys have brought up as legit points during the course of the past hour? Probably not. Uh, coming up in the next hour, I'm going to continue this The uh, Buffalo Auto Show is going on. My understanding is they've got a whole room devoted to EVs, or electric vehicles. And quite frankly, I'm really sick of the idea they're trying to jam these things down our throats. I want a choice whether I want to buy a gas-guzzling vehicle uh, instead of an EV, which frankly I don't trust. On News Radio
1: 930 WBEN.